It's Monday. It's July 23rd. And the words of the day are bathycopian, which means deep-bosomed, and also neotimori, which means the ancient Japanese art of serving sushi on a naked body. Used in a sentence, thanks to my voluptuous bathycopian body shape, I'm the ideal subject for... Neo Tamori, <laughs> at least in terms of volume. <laughs> I feel like he's the only guy at the body sushi arguing for a wider platter. Well, and deeper, deeper right. too. <laughs> he's just like, are you kidding me with this shit? What is she, 15? Get me this girl's mom now. <laughs> 50 bucks. I have no illusions. I'm Eli Bosnick. I'm Heath Enright. And broadcasting delayed from America's far center, we are the Skeptocrats. On this week's episode, Trump wouldn't even commit treason. We'll lament all the Disney movies we'll never direct. And Russia has to wean the U.S. off its breast milk tariff idea. But first, the rest of the intro music. Joining me for headlines tonight are fellow Skeptocrats, No Illusions, and Eli Bosnick. Noah, Eli, let's settle this once and for all. So... Ketchup or mustard, go. Ooh. It's it's not about the condiment. It's about how well done the steak is. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if you coat tofu in enough stuff, you can keep it down for hours. Hours. I mean, I hear. Yeah, the you is, a, is the important <laughs> one there. Ken. In our lead story tonight from the wouldn't not unnotten file, <laughs> arguing that our current president isn't a Manchurian candidate completely beholden to a hostile foreign power requires nuance now. <laughs> We've got to define our terms and shit. Like, like you could still argue with the word completely, maybe. <laughs> well. I, like, but best case scenario is that his business interests are too tied up with Russian oligarchs to risk leaving office with Putin mad at him. That's the best <laughs> reasonable scenario I can come up with to explain that treasonous cock slobber in Helsinki. Uh, or, okay, okay, or, um, maybe, uh, Putin is actually also a Manchurian candidate, and this whole thing is just a giant long con by Canada. <laughs> I am, I am trying. Ooh, ooh, okay, we go hard sophistry and assume that neither person exists, right? Like, are they shills if they're, if they're constructs of my brain? I'm afraid they are they're not still though so so let's rewind to a time when it was still wood (laughs) this all begins during a summit that every reasonable person in his administration and everyone who'd stood near a reasonable person for a sufficient amount of time last month or stayed in a holiday in express once told him not to do but trump decided to do it anyway and ends his recent visit to europe with a one-on-one summit in finland with vladimir no i think shirtless equestrian is perfectly appropriate for your age and physique putin yeah that's a uh, not a good look unless you're 6 3 235 pounds so well okay. right <laughs> Heath, if you don't want to do the calendar, just say so, okay? I'm trying to come up with Patreon no, I, ideas. I, I want to do the calendar. I didn't say I didn't want to do the calendar. But now, you want a bigger admittedly, horse. I w- yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, admittedly, this was hard for Putin to work into his schedule between the World Cup and convincing martial arts masters to create new ranks they can bestow upon him and murdering those who <laughs> dare to question the totality of his rule. But hey, his cum wasn't exactly going to swallow itself, was it? Right. And uh, 
That's why we're raising money to create the world's first self-swallowing cum. <laughs> your help for just the cost of a cup of coffee a day yeah right <laughs> we will swallow your cum wait <laughs> hold on check out our our link on dick starter okay not what i was gonna say eli's was better eli's was better all right so fresh off of dipping his balls into the punch at a nato summit trump shows up in finland for this one Putin keeps him waiting for half an hour because he's a Disney villain that escaped the page in a disastrous experiment to keep Walt alive. And then they proceed to have a multi-hour conversation with no note takers present. They just colluded. No fucking clue what they talk about. I mean, I, I guess it's not the end of the world that I don't know what they talked about, but the fact that the director of national intelligence and the joint chiefs of staff don't know actually could be the end of the world. And, and as if this isn't bad enough, they followed up with a press conference where Putin all but forces Trump to do the truffle shuffle to get to his podium. <laughs> <laughs> Putin might as well wrestle Trump to the ground, bite his neck, and then just pee all over Melania to start the conference. It's so much dominance. I mean, honestly, if he had, at least we'd all be safe. Yeah. Right? Like, that's, that's, that's Trump's down thing. there just going, <laughs> Uh, of course, it's during this press conference that the now notorious exchange takes place between Trump and Jonathan Lemire of the Associated Press. Lemire asks him point blank if he believes that Russia interfered with the U.S. election, as is the determination of the FBI, the CIA, the NSA, the Senate inquiry, and even the hyperpartisan House inquiry led by Devin Midnight Run Nunes. And in Echoes of Charlottesville, he cites very good people on both sides <laughs> in a response that can be reasonably construed as treason. Trump says, quote, my people came to me. Dan Coates came to me and some others and said they think it's Russia. I have President Putin. He just said it's not Russia. I will say this. I don't see any reason why it would be. End quote. Vladdy <laughs> wouldn't lie. Look at him. He's he, he's peeing on my wife. Just, <laughs> just, just like he said he would. He's not allowed. <laughs> I don't really care. Do you? <laughs> so here's the thing. If you're a press member at this point, you just have career-defining moments every week, right? Like, Jonathan Lemire must be like, I'm the guy who got him to commit treason. And they're like, boo, whatever, John, sit down. <laughs> yeah, wait until you see what I get him to do on Wednesday. Now, it's worth noting that in the immediate aftermath of this summit, he was pretty sure he nailed it. His tweets, his interactions with the press corps, reports from sources close to him, they all seem to agree that he got about halfway across the Atlantic pretty sure he killed that summit. And it wasn't until he started seeing people like Newt Gingrich and America's Most Wanted dude criticizing him that he realized he might have fucked something up. And even now, he clearly has no idea what he fucked up. It's like, oh boy. Even Paul Ryan grew some balls on this one. Time to get my buddy Richard Dawkins on the phone to help me with one of his golden clarifying statements. That'll set it straight. And look, normally I'm going to be real sympathetic to the Donald Trump doesn't know how to word defense. True. Right? True. Like In most circumstances, I'd be inclined to believe that he's not 100% on the differences between would and wouldn't. But 
in a moment that makes you long for the halcyon days of arguing about the definition of is, Trump provides the single worst excuse ever considered by a human being when he came out the next day and insisted that when he said, I don't see any reason why it would be, he meant wouldn't be. Opposite day. <laughs> That's he, he declared opposite. I mean, that would like make no fucking sense contextually. It would conflict directly with the points he was making. Everything else that he said on the subject immediately after the summit and everything. But no, his literal excuse was goddamn opposite day. Remember when I was silent at the end of that sentence? I actually meant not like like, <laughs> yeah. like Wayne's World. Instead of silence, I meant not. Oh, okay. You just stopped talking though. Was that also a not? Ah, uh, I don't know. Am I in trouble? Uh, no, you're not. In then, trouble, then no. <laughs> of course, that's hardly the worst thing that happened during this summit. It's just the worst thing that we know about. Right. I mean, we learned later that Trump was at least entertaining the idea of turning American citizens Putin doesn't like over to the FSB during the undocumented meeting. And while they've since walked that back in the wake of a unanimous Senate vote saying you can't fucking do that in all caps, we have no clue what else he's agreed to. Russia seems to think there's a new military agreement on Syria, but our military has no goddamn idea what it is. Hell, if Putin came out later today and said Trump agreed he could have Alaska back, we'd be in no real position to argue. <laughs> Honestly, I will not be surprised when Trump's mom has to call up Putin's mom and make him give us back Alaska for the garbage pail kids that we got in a bad trade. <laughs> yeah, but that's going to be hard because, you know, Putin's mom got confined in the light circle and won't rise again for a thousand years. Right. <laughs> so. But alas, nothing says, nah, I meant to trip while I was dribbling and smack the ball with my face and send it over that fence, like doing it again right afterwards. So the following <laughs> day, Trump announced that he'd be holding a follow-up meeting with Putin in... Washington, D.C. Motherfuck. <laughs> take him into the White House and show him where all the coolest secret passages are. And, and and if you want to see a grown man shit all the dignity out of himself, there's a video of Dan Coates learning about that invite on live television I can recommend. Oh, it's pretty <sighs> great. <laughs> wow. Okay, we're going to take a quick break for a word from our first sponsor, Four hymns. Come on, Donnie. You can't open the football. Show me you can open the football. They didn't give you the real password. I'll do it. I'll do it. Right <laughs> <laughs> it's Donald123. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Keith. Keith. What, what are you doing with that pizza? Oh, hey, hey, Eli, uh, just making a za smoothie. What's a za smoothie? Oh, uh, I, I do it when I got a cold sore, and I just got an awful one right now, so, uh -oh. you know, za smoothie time. Yeah, those are the worst. W why don't you just try 4 .com? What's 4 .com? It's a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness for men. And now they carry Valacyclovir. Oh, what's... Valacyclovir. It's an antiviral suppressive approved by the FDA to treat herpes simplex, the virus that causes oral cold sores. You mean, I don't just have to wait for them to go away? Nope. Is it that stuff that doesn't work that you get at the drugstore? No, this is medical relief that works in 24 hours. No creams, no BS, real medicine, fast results. It sounds amazing. I thought 4 hymns just had stuff for, like, 
hair and sexual wellness and skincare. No, they have all sorts of ways for you to look and feel your best. In fact, our listeners get a trial month of Four Hymns products for just $5 today, right now, while supplies last. See website for full details. This would cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or pharmacy. Oh, wow. Okay, where do I sign up? Well, you go to fourhims.com slash skeptocrat. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash skeptocrat. Fourhims.com slash skeptocrat. Got it. Wait, wait, Heath, are you still going to drink that? I mean, yeah. Za smoothie. I'm not throwing out the pizza. Okay. I don't have herpes. <laughs> Thank you, Heath's herpes. And into <laughs> nope. Fardians nope. of cut, the Galaxies. Cut, cut. I have a great pun. I have a great pun. I worked very hard on it. Okay. <laughs> and in too far Dians of the Galaxy news tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Genius. I was so proud of myself. <laughs> Thanks to a Pizzagate conspiracy theorist in the suits at corporate, my dreams of directing Frozen 3 were dashed this week when I learned that the Walt Disney Corporation fired director James Gunn over old tweets about pedophilia and rape. Yeah, man. I thought you made some bold choices when you did your right. audition. It's Thank their you. loss. It is their loss I'm, and the world's I, loss. Hey, the world's right. Because if nothing else, Eli's frozen script would have killed Kevin Swanson. And that's what really matters. <laughs> I was just trying to explain what she was letting go. I don't want to get into it. I don't want to get into Let it, it grow was beautiful. It was a Thank great idea. You. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. This kind of support. We need it. We need this love. You build me up. Brothers and sisters. Okay. So a lot of people have reached out to us or... <laughs> Maybe just me. Just you. Yeah. 100% Wondering sort just of you. our opinion on this, and it's complex. Is it? <laughs> yep. <Yeah>. No, <laughs> not really. <laughs> so, on the one hand, Disney has every right to fire someone for things they've said and done. Doesn't matter if they're jokes, doesn't matter if they change. You can apologize and hope people forgive you, but like, nobody owes you that forgiveness, especially not like a giant soulless corporation that has to make several hundred million dollars on your next film. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it sounds like he'd fit right in working for the DC universe. If he's looking for <laughs> a job. And no, no, he's talented. It would never work. That's oh. fair. Right. Now, but on the other hand, it's important to point out that the person who dug up these tweets and stirred up the whole controversy was Mike, quote, you can't actually rape a woman Cernovich. How are you mm. using important right now? In what <laughs> sense? <laughs> yeah, also, can we go ahead and just never mention Mike Cernovich again on the show at oh, all for any reason? Uh, because he got eaten by bears? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, the reason people bring this up is because Mike Cernovich doesn't give a shit about pedophilia or rape or any of that shit. Like, he is politically... And historically, as pro-rape as a political pundit can be. Like, he was just using people's outrage to bother someone he considered an enemy. And that sucks because it sucks that Mike Cernovich ever has a win. Like, I want Mike Cernovich to miss when he brushes his teeth. But, like, if the Pope... Oh, that's the my one, ass. That's my ass. That's exactly. I want that to happen every time. But if the Pope is the one who finds the bodies in my basement, it doesn't make those nuns any less dead. You know what I'm it, saying? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't care who dug up the tweets, but I still think Disney's overreacting. He clearly kept his directing movies for Disney and his making rape and pedophilia joke lives separate, uh, <laughs> even to the detriment of the finished product. Right. I mean, because honestly, 
That second one could have used a few rape and pedophilia jokes. Spice it up, right? Drax fucks baby Groot. I, I can see how that gets funny. Drax with dick splinters. Yeah, it's, yeah, I get it. Great. Now Noah can't even take over for me on Frozen 3. This is the worst week, guys. The worst week. And just on a personal note, when it comes to similar jokes I've made and continue to make and probably going to make it about 20 seconds my answer is and always will be for those who are curious don't fucking flinch don't flinch. right good message and in <laughs> flag the dog news Donald Trump decided to distract everyone from his treason con with Vladimir Putin and the allegations of sexual misconduct and the Michael Cohen thing and the Stormy Daniels thing and his wife's cunty jacket and the Christian <laughs> fundamentalist Supreme Court nomination uh, and the other Christian fundamentalist oh, yeah, Supreme Court go, nomination uh, and his stem cell haircut and his tiny little baby hands and his <laughs> neo-Nazi sympathizing and Robert Mueller speaking with the madam of New York's highest-ranking prostitute service on Yelp, and, we'll uh, get to that. oh yeah, the baby stealing. So, um, <laughs> he reminded us all about those NFL players who are ruining the country yeah. by kneeling during the national anthem and therefore taking away its magical power as right, a yeah. song. Yeah, that's, that's not very patriotic at all, is it, Mr. Putin? No, it's not. Mr. Putin says it's not. <laughs> the flag is like a reverse Antaeus. Not a lot of people know that. He's Hercules got to hold it up. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so the whole kneeling during the anthem thing got renewed attention this spring when the NFL made an official policy that would punish any player who refuses to stand. And then last week, the controversy got amped up even more when a leaked document from within the Miami Dolphins organization revealed that the team was planning to impose fines and suspensions on its players for violating the league policy. Fortunately, this was all met with a giant fuck you from lots of fans, and the Dolphins slowly realized that uh, creepy jingoist rules about America's WWE entrance music are actually <laughs> less important than Black Lives Mattering, which yeah. is the whole point of the kneeling. So luckily the Dolphins dropped that team policy. Yeah, and that much was easy. They just picked up the policy and then threw it 20 or more yards towards Jarvis Landry. <laughs> he's, he's bad at catching. I mean, to be fair, they caught all mentions of the word uppity from draft two. So, like, that was. No, that was nice, though. That was a nice compromise. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, in light of all this, Donald Trump thought it was good use of his time as president of the United States to whine about the overemphasis on Black Lives Mattering during a speech last Friday. He thinks they should matter less apparently yep. He, yep. he didn't say yes. how much less but some amount of less is yes, a lot exactly. has to be what he means <laughs> and uh thanks to the extra cell phones that he hides in his loose rectangular ass for when his wranglers take away his primary phone he was able to tweet about it too so yeah and by the way to be fair to the wranglers it's not like they don't know they're up there but these guys are making public sector salaries so <laughs> yeah <laughs> scott they, Pruitt doesn't get that joke they need a bump in pay <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't. So, according to Trump, first time kneeling, out for the game. Second time kneeling, out for the season, no pay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just add one extra thing. 
if you blatantly forget the lyrics on national television and you try to stumble through them anyway, like a white guy trying to rap along with the song that's about to have the N-word that you're afraid is about to pop out when you're not ready, you're out for the rest of your term. That would be the other thing. And if you do the same thing with God Bless America a few months later, no running for a second term either. Just a couple of extra rules, I would add. Yeah, and if you steal someone's baby, the boomers who spent the last 70 years wondering what they would do in the Holocaust give you a strong talking to. I'm adding that <laughs> Yes, <one>. they <laughs> do. <laughs> Some of them do. <laughs> okay, so uh here's what I'm hoping for. It, it seems like this is a perfect time to start fucking with the rules. And I was thinking, <laughs> what if the players all announce ahead of time that they're going to be, like, super-duper patriotic about the anthem. And, you know, they bring their own flags out with them, and they they carry All Lives Matter signs, and they goose-step around in reverence, <laughs> but also announce that it's all going to be done ironically, also ahead of time. Like, some of them start doing patriotic soft-shoe routines, just go over <laughs> the top as much as possible, and let the NFL try to enforce levels of irony regulations. I want to see how you... <laughs> Doodly do, doodly do, doodly do. No, no. Oh, I'm already, I'm already in my makeup, so we could just. Okay, well, while Eli washes that the fuck off right away, please, right away, start doing it. Start. There you go. There you go. Okay, we're gonna take a quick break for a word from our second sponsor, Policy Genius. Great. Now I'm not in blackface, and I can't direct Disney films. Worst week ever. (laughs) Hi. I'm Eli Bosnick, and I'm probably dying. Uh, I mean, everyone is, is dying, right? Not but... as fast as me, Heath. Whether it's the 94 shits a day <laughs> I take, fair. the fact that my heart keeps trying to go on vacation, or just the fact that my brain can't make happy chemicals, we are always prepared here at Puzzle on a Thunderstorm for a very special episode. Okay, we wrote one piece of theme music. You're damn right we did. And you're probably thinking, aw, Eli, don't die. And that's because you don't know how much life insurance I have. Yeah, that's true. You do have just a lot of life insurance. You sure do, Heath. And because of that, I know that when I die, my wife will be sad, but not sad sad, you know? Pretty sure she's going to be sad sad. And that's why I'm going to take a moment to let you know about PolicyGenius.com. Oh, Great. I, I'm glad this was an ad, at least. That was PolicyGenius.com is the easy way to compare life insurance online. You can compare quotes in just five minutes. They don't just make life insurance easy. They also compare disability insurance, renter's insurance, and health insurance. If you care about it, they cover it. Disability insurance? Yeah, man. Sometimes you die slow. Jesus, Eli. So if you need life insurance, but you've been putting it off because it's too confusing or you don't have the time, check out Policy Genius. It's the easy way to compare top insurers, and you'll find the best value for you. There's no sales pressure and zero hassle. And it's free. PolicyGenius.com. When it's this easy to compare life insurance, why put it off? I mean, it actually does sound really easy. Mm-hmm. And like they say, Policy Genius. Because your loved ones might not want you to die, but they also don't not want a boat. I don't think that's their tagline. Well, it should be. <laughs> it might be tagline. now. I mean, <laughs> it's a good tagline. You can have that one, kids. You can have that one. <laughs> okay, everybody, have a seat. Without condiments? I, I mean sit in one, Sarah. Oh, okay. Okay. I mean, just be more specific when you say right. things. Right. You should. No, you're right. So everyone, please sit in a seat. Uh, now, I've called this meeting because 
look, I know it's gotten pretty hard to work in this White House and and there's been a noticeable loss in morale now that we can no longer ignore that we're indirectly serving the vicious dictator of a hostile foreign power. So I brought in a motivational speaker. Yeah, everybody, please welcome Crunch Biggins. Hi. Hi, everyone. Crunch Biggins, here to tell you that there's no I in team unless you're French. And that's why they rolled over for the Nazis. Now look, you can break an omelet without laying a few eggs, and that's what I'm here to do. To break you, buy the omelets, put you back together again. Let me tell you, all the Humpty Dumpty's horses got nothing on me. So who's ready to walk across these hot coals? What? What happened to my hot coals? Um, sorry. Sorry. Did you, did you eat my hot coals? No, no, I, I store them in my gullet to aid in later digestion. So I'm gonna say this gizzard, right now. Hot gizzard. You terrify me in a way I like. Don't mind saying it, don't mind laying it. Alright, so, let's get Thank to the you. bottom of this thing. Why is morale low? You, only person with melanin in the room. Why is your morale low? Well, I just, hi, my name's Ben. Nobody cares. Alright, sorry. Well, I just wish my water fountain was as nice as y'all's and I was thinking that maybe- Good start, good start. You rock biter. I've been denied access to cheese plates, and I like them. Cheese is good. A goddamn travesty. And you, Mr. Sessions! What is this name? Sessions! You know what? Never mind. How about you, Mr. Uh... Kushner, gaw! I hate it because my dad said I was going to get to be a Shogun in the new China, and now I won't. Gaw! Shogun is Japanese, dumbass. I know that because I own many swords. Look, seems to me that you guys all hate your jobs and you have a non-zero chance of being convicted by the Human Rights Tribunal. So I'm going to flip the script, I'm going to go back in time, I'm going to go rogue, and I'm going to ask the burning question. Why don't you just quit? Oh, I'd love to, but Ben Carson has a P-tape of me that he's threatened to release if I ever left. That's true, I do. Now, Ben... Why would you do that, buddy? Well, you see, because Sarah has a P-tape of me that she's threatened to release if I ever let Tyler leave. And Sarah, why would you do that? Uh, because Jeff Sessions has a P-tape of me that he threatened to release if Ben let Tyler leave. And Jeff? Melanias it is! Melanias has his P-tape on the Sessionses! Okay, got it. That, again, very off-putting. And Melania... Oh, darling, Ivory Glan hat cheer has peed tapes on G. Jared, Mike Pompeo? We have oh, peed tapes, tapes on, on each other. other. Oh. Ja- okay. can of pee. Okay, guys, guys, just gonna throw this out there. Not normally on my motivational agenda, but you guys just want to skip the trust falls and pee on me. Absolutely, baby. Absolutely. <laughs> Is your wife pregnant now? <laughs> On the Ah! news wire tonight, (laughs) Microsoft reports that they've intercepted hackers attempting to compromise the U.S. That's what the news is like now. That is how news should start. That's the new noise. Pre-2016, it could have been beep, 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 but now it's just a scream. If CNN opened each day with a scream, I'd be like, yeah. Just Sam Kinison. Ah! 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 CNN. All right. On the Newswire tonight, then. (laughs) 
Microsoft reports they've intercepted hackers attempting to compromise U.S. congressional candidates in advance of November's midterm elections. And luckily, if we know anything about hackers, it's that they tend to give up after the third try. <laughs> in water sports, 17 people were killed in a duck boat accident that took place in Missouri this week. Experts urge citizens to stop trying to build boats out of ducks and not just to scan the headlines in the rundowns. <laughs> in sports. France defeated Croatia by a score of 4-2 to two last week to claim its second World Cup victory in the country's history. So if you're keeping score at home, that's two World War championships for the United States. <laughs> you got it where it counts. Uh, Israel, normally a big fan of respecting fences, killed the fuck out of Hamas when one of their snipers shot an Israeli soldier for getting too close to their border because... I'm an anti-Semite. That's right. I checked with Twitter. That <laughs> is sure. that is why no, you said yeah, those no, words. Yeah, no, I'm sure that's how this ends. Yeah. <laughs> and in space, 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 10 new moons have been discovered around Jupiter, raising the count to 79 confirmed moons. Fun fact, one of these new moons, S2016J2, nicknamed Velitudo, orbits backwards compared to the other moons in its vicinity, and as a result, may one day crash into another moon. Local podcasters report that that's going to be fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, but no reason to stockpile 79 moons if you don't plan on using them. Wake up, sheeple! <laughs> in Seeds of Doubt. The California Supreme Court decided last week that they will not be allowing the world's fifth largest economy to be split up into three states, as proposed by gold fringy eccentric billionaire Tim Draper, who insists that gerrymandering had nothing to do with his plan. He just thought it would be more efficient to have smaller jurisdictions called Angry Desert Farm, Nerds and Brown People, and Really Big Birding Station. <laughs> right. No, of course. Uh, the head of Peru's Supreme Court resigned on Thursday amid allegations of accepting bribes. Uh, and as a guy currently in the market to bribe a justice or two into resigning from the court, I'm upset about the lack of specific dollar amounts in these stories. I, how do you find <laughs> price points? Angie's list. You got to get on. Ian oh, right, Starches. Right. Archaeologists in Jordan find baked flatbread dating back to 12,500 B.C., making it the oldest surviving bread ever discovered. Archaeologists also found the skeleton of a caveman nearby who had just said, I'm honestly trying to cut carbs right now, and the skeleton of his friend who was like, ooh, that's so good. That's so good. <laughs> in business, the European Commission fined Google about 5 billion euros for violating EU antitrust laws by abusing the widespread use of Android to promote their internet search product. Fortunately, this isn't happening here in the U.S., so we haven't heard much about this story, but I uh, I binged it, and apparently there's a site on the World Wide Web called Google.com, <laughs> and you can just type in pretty much anything you want, and it is taking over Europe, apparently. <laughs> a group of smoking hot women in Tehran took to the streets in Friday to protest, and when I say smoking hot, I mean burned terribly in a 2012 school fire to protest the Iranian government's policy <laughs> of only paying half as much restitution to women as they pay to men. Because when the world runs out of oil, they plan to power their nation with nuclear misogyny. <laughs> well, they got enough. In Holocaust mistakenness, Facebook CEO <laughs> and first edition robot from Westworld, Mark Zuckerberg, defended keeping Holocaust denial posts up on his website this week by saying, quote, at the end of the day, I don't believe that our platform should take that down because I think there are things that different people get wrong. I don't think they're intentionally getting it wrong. End quote. At which point, one of his programmers opened up the back of his head and shut him down, concluding the interview. 
Yeah, <laughs> not quite there yet. In London, UK Prime Minister Theresa May announced an official ban on gay conversion therapy, likely hoping to prevent the loss of property values that comes with fewer gay people. But regardless of the reason, it's part of a 75-point plan to improve the lives of the LGBT community by fighting discrimination, improving the response to hate crimes, and promoting diversity. And just in case the American GOP was curious... This is what conservatives are supposed to look like. (laughs) Right. Old, white, ignorant, uh, super hot like Theresa May and socially liberal (laughs) is the important part. Yeah. No kidding. Smoke from a brush fire closed a major highway in Canada on Friday, leaving people who needed to get from Ottawa to Petawawa fucked. The delay wreaked havoc on worldwide supply of audio telio telio count mechanisms and brown barbaloot hides. But luckily, Lollipop Lane is now reopened. Seriously, Canada, I fucking love you, but I'll never be able to take you seriously when you have a place called Petawawa. (laughs) In feudalism, a baby girl born in a Texas Chick-fil-A will be given free food for life and a guaranteed job at chick-fil-a when she turns 14 (laughs) she's moving on up both of which will be taken away at 17 when she realizes she's gay yeah right got the scott pruitt trying to shove his wife up some lady's vagina (laughs) no it's not gay if we're doing it and in foreign policy national security advisor john bolton recently announced that the u.s government has a plan that'll allegedly dismantle north korea's nuclear weapons program within one year when asked how long they think it's been since January 21st of 2017, <laughs> administration officials responded, smoke bomb, and duck below where they seem to think a camera frame would end. I don't know for sure, but if I was an oyster, I'd look out for that motherfucker. <laughs> and that's going to do it for the roundup. Stay tuned for more headlines coming up next. And we're back. Next up in headlines from the putting the booty back in Boutina file and yet more proof that we live in a poorly conceived farce of a political thriller miniseries on HBO. The Mueller investigation got a lot fuckier in season two. Amid reports that Robert Mueller was seeking an interview with Manhattan Madam Kristen Davis, known for helping people fuck people that don't really want to fuck them, a former employee and close confidant of person of interest Roger Stone. Uh, We also got a detailed indictment against one Maria Butina, who, among other things, fucked people she didn't really want to fuck. (laughs) Well, I mean, okay. To be fair, though, to everyone involved, the list of people I want to fuck becomes... uh, I'd say almost infinitely larger if you pay me 10 grand. (laughs) Like, like who wouldn't I want to fuck for 10 grand? I'm just trying to, like... Okay, come back to me later, but like, I don't think, like, I, don't, I feel like that's pretty good. I'm just going to say, Roger Stone is a six-figure fuck. Let's be honest yes. here. I am, I am not fucking Roger Stone for not enough for a Nissan Leaf. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 90 grand? Fair, what? Though, but like, for, for 10 grand though, Eli, like, honestly, your people I would fuck list only goes up by seven to begin with. That's true. Right? That is true. So, okay. So this story begins for our purposes when Republican Heath meets a pretty redhead who <laughs> seems really interested in him. She seems cute and, and you know, a little mysterious. And he never dreamed she was actually after his NRA cred and the access afforded a low-level conservative operative in South Dakota at the behest of one of the world's most powerful espionage regimes because, let's face it, that's less likely than her wanting to fuck him. Right? <laughs> okay. That's fine. And through her relationship with him, 
She cultivated a number of prominent contacts within the NRA. The filings further allege that Butina was involved in an effort to use the NRA as a private back channel between the Kremlin and leaders of the Republican Party. Okay, but more importantly, she thought he was smart and funny and lots of other stuff besides Paul, many different things, and weirdly charming in his sexual clumsiness. Let's get, let's be complete, Noah. I mean, to be honest, one of the best things about Heath is he is honeypot proof. She would be like, come, Mr. Enright, I will take you back to my room. I got a room. Scott, Scott, Scott. I'm, I'm gonna see you. Also, best thing about spies, they don't want to text back. If you do, you blow their cover, they get their heads off, it's the best. You're right. No, yeah, exactly. And I should say that Butina was high on everybody's who gets arrested next board because she has the shittiest cover since the last time Bugs Bunny needed to outwit Yosemite Sam. We have to believe either A, she was a spy, or B, she was a Russian gun rights activist who somehow had been snuffed out by one of those elements that got to the periodic table late in the game. Of course, unlike the dozens of other Russian citizens charged in the Mueller investigation so far, this one was here at the time. So that's pretty valuable unless Putin convinces Trump to trade her for not having given him Michael McFall, which is disturbingly conceivable at this point, honestly. I tell you what, Donald, you send her back, I will send you 100 CDs for a penny. A penny, <laughs> my friend. Are you fucking serious right now? Wait, wait, wait. How many of those are Kid Rock? I want Mr. Big to be with you. Lean into it. And in Heath started at News Tonight. In a continuing back and forth on this show that hopefully you find funny, according to Needham and Co, <laughs> analyst Rajavinda Gill, 24% of Tesla Model 3 orders have been canceled. <laughs> Did you say 24%? Uh-huh. Cool. Cool. That, that's only about 10 percentage points lower than the amount of potential profit you gave up by selling your stock way too early. Damn. So, <laughs> that's a fun stat. Let's, let's right. name stats. To be fair, this argument is now narrowed to which day was optimal for leaping out of the ship I said was sinking, so there's also that. <laughs> now, uh, that's fair. Now, analysts contribute a myriad of causes to the cancellations, the lack of the promised $35,000 version of the car, the delay on deliveries, or the fact that CEO Elon Musk spent last week, let's see, uh, Getting revealed as donating hundreds of thousands of dollars to Republican super PACs, uh, building a submarine that everyone told him they didn't need, and then calling the hero rescuer who actually saved the lives of the kids in question a pedophile. It's a variety of factors. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, no, just real quick, though. Uh, you want to name all the stocks in your portfolio right now? And if any of them are companies... If any of those companies support the GOP, I'll happily take those stocks so that, you know, your Twitter persona isn't a giant lie. I'll do that for you if you want. I got to say, guys, nothing endures us to the common man like arguing about our stock portfolios. <laughs> okay, but in fairness, my portfolio is mostly a, a small box of scotch because of the Pete Pocalypse and some... <laughs> Some Magic the Gathering cards. That's, yeah, pretty, that's yeah, the, most of it right there. Before you think we're too high and mighty, all of our retirement counts are run by a guy who spells Skylar like he just got murdered and is trying to send a message to Sherlock Holmes. So, <laughs> <laughs> don't cancel that Patreon pledge just yet, kids. <laughs> Either way, back to our fight, Tesla stock seems to be slowly bouncing its way down the failure state where its flamethrower-loving, media-hating supporters belong. And if I had, say, 
I don't know, defended it on a podcast, I would feel pretty owned right now. <laughs> owned okay. with a zero, everybody. Sure, yeah. Well, on the other hand, if I'd pointed out one single fact about the price movement of the stock, I'd feel... Uh, still 100% correct forever because that can never change because it's a fact a from history and it's a number. And if I'd say wasted an entire headline making a specious argument by trying to put words in someone's <laughs> mouth, but in reality I was just digging myself further into complete wrongitude and then, you know, that was pointed out to me just now on a podcast, I might feel stupid and... I might think about doing my job better next time and writing a real headline, but uh, whatever. My microphone is broken. We're having a weird couples <laughs> fight on Skeptic Rock, guys. It's a little weird, weird little uh, couples oh, fight. Maybe if your microphone worked. <laughs> <laughs> so on a serious note, a lot of people who hear me talk about this have confused my like disgust with Musk and his behavior and his defenders as like an anti-electric car or solar panel thing. Why and would if, they? That's I don't stupid. know. They tw- every time they tweeted at me, and if that's what you're worried about... Tell it to the guy who's getting nine-tenths of my yearly income to put giant, ugly solar panels on my house. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even get to keep them. <laughs> and finally tonight, in Don't You Dairy News, the Trump administration continued its ongoing campaign last week to reconfirm Poe's law every few hours <laughs> by doing something so absurdly stupid that the real headlines are pretty much indistinguishable from the satire headlines. And, uh, yeah, I'm obviously going to need to be way more specific, I was thus proving say. my point. <laughs> yeah, so the absurdly stupid thing I'm talking about for this story is the behavior of the American UN delegation who recently attended the World Health Assembly where they declared war on breast milk and then proceeded to threaten a trade war with any country that argued against that absurd stance of anti-breast milkitude. Right, and, and most of the countries were like, uh, well, senor, you already started a trade war with us, uh, but but still. <laughs> uh, double war then, double, double war. <laughs> yeah, so here's what actually happened at an international health conference. There was a proposal to pass a resolution that would declare breast milk as the healthiest known option for babies, which it is, according to decades of research. Babies that breastfeed are less prone to viral infections. They have lower risk of allergies, less asthma, less obesity, less type 2 diabetes, and even lower rates of sudden infant death syndrome. So the data is very clearly telling us uh, two things. One, we need to get Eli some breast milk right away. Yes, (laughs) it's very important. Two votes. And And two... It would be approximately infinitely stupid to oppose that resolution. Well, not only did our delegation oppose the breast milk statement, they also objected to language in another passage that said governments should stop promoting food that's definitely unhealthy for kids. We objected to that also. (laughs) Healthy children and boobs. They're against healthy children and boobs. It's like some sarcastic list I made on the show years ago was brought to life by a trickster god. Trump's just looking over the list. Well done, Salisbury steak isn't even on this list of healthy food, guys. Vita. Vita. Where's the ketchup? Yeah, so... Apparently, this super obvious resolution got proposed, and somebody at the health assembly thing is about to bang a gavel and move on because it's obvious, but America was like, fuck breast milk, and it, at which point, I'm guessing, everyone kind of just like looked around at each other, waiting for, for the punchline, or they're like, ah, just fuck with you, and then after an absurdly long, awkward silence, Ecuador was like, 
No, seriously, it's, it's super obvious we're doing this. We're definitely doing this. But apparently our idiot fucking team felt so strongly about this that we threatened to start a trade war with Ecuador, and that forced them to back down. And it wasn't until the benevolent force of good in the world that is Russia stepped in <laughs> yeah. that the resolution finally got passed. Russia <laughs> had to do it. That's right, folks. The hero who saved the day here was Russia. I feel... <laughs> I feel like Putin was fucking with someone in the Kremlin. He was like right, looking at yes. it on video. He's like, look, look, I'll make them oppose breastfeeding. Okay, okay, I'll take it back. These guys, <laughs> we got to get other P-tapes because this is really puppet. Like at least the puppet is above your hand. You know, it's not just, I don't know. Yeah, so just to recap, the U.S. government managed to take a strong philosophical stance against breast milk against healthy food for kids, and against just overwhelming data in general, apparently, <laughs> and a stance in favor of sudden, spontaneous, fourth-trimester abortion. Yep. And we tried to enforce this by threatening a trade war scenario that's a lose-lose mathematical certainty. That's how trade wars work. Next week, look for the American resolution to establish a farm upstate for... Aging square roots of negative one, lest we <laughs> poison the ocean with iocane powder and freeze it with ice nine. Satire face. You have to say satire face. It's impossible. <sighs> and that's going to do it for episode 76. Thanks to No Illusions. Thanks to Eli Bosnick. And thanks to all the listeners who liked us on Facebook, followed us on Twitter, and sent us feedback on the other various internets. Please keep doing that. Please keep listening, and please keep telling your friends. And if you find the naive stupidity of our giving away a free show business model to be oddly charming, please feel free to send us gifts of money at our donation page at patreon.com slash skeptocrat. Just like Jemima, Jessica, Learning1720, Allison, Diana, Real Donald Trump, Richard, Tantalon, Amar, Quinn, Davis, Barry, Rachel, Christopher, Hi, Rachel. Satan's Little Monkey, Allah, Paul, Trevor, Samuel, Absion, and Perry whose beautiful genitals are what Jiro pictures as a backdrop when he wet dreams of sushi on naked bodies. Nice and deep. And whether or not you're feeling financially benevolent like those fine people, if you enjoyed our brand of whimsy and you'd like to hear more dick jokes free of charge, check out our brother and sister shows, The Skating Atheist, God Awful Movies, and Citation Needed, available on iTunes, Stitcher, or the Deep Web. We just have one last thing. Let's compliment that penist. Special thanks to Ryan Slonick of Evil Giraffes on Mars. He is the creator of the virtuosic musical stylings you heard today, which were used with his permission. You should definitely check him out using the links we'll provide or by Googling the only band called Evil Giraffes on Mars. Until next time, catchphrase sign-off. Don't flinch! Oh, darling, Ivory Glan hat cheer has peed shapes on G. Jared, Mike Pompeo. <laughs> we have pee tapes on. Just peace tapes. <laughs> it's all over the place. It's crazy. Don't
Yovlich. No, that's exactly right. It's that's exactly right. It's like I'd like to apologize. Nope. For all of the people that I've offended, being little bitches. Yep. I, Samantha B should have just walked out and been like, "Give me one second. Cut. <laughs> all right. On with the show, motherfuckers. <laughs> Eli selectively Talk to us, likes Sammy the First B. Amendment. Talk to us. Eli selectively likes the First Amendment. It's cool. I do. <laughs> Blew your chances at marrying the woman of your dreams. <laughs> See, now we're going to have another skeptocrat <laughs> episode where he, he, the, you guys are going to have a First Amendment fight, and it's just going to—it's going to be this this no, back and forth be. dynamic yeah. of ours. They enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> this jocular joshing forward. Yes. Yeah. No. Hey, Tesla's almost down to where you said to sell it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> It'll get there. It'll fucking get there. I didn't spend a bunch of money on I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it, you guys. My microphone's broken. My microphone's broken. <laughs> and now it's off. It's broken and off. The preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm, LLC. Copyright 2018. All rights reserved.